0: hello to all the beautiful black parents listening today you know what sometimes you need a parent a parent to tell you yes yes you can take a break yes good parenting is caring for yourself please take a nap yes you can leave that half clean space alone and talk or laugh about something goofy with your kids Enjoy the process of parenting your children without comparing your childhood to theirs because, well, this one belongs to them. Be together or separate while respecting the boundaries of each other. My name is Tyra Blanks. I am a mom with almost 30 years of experience parenting seven wonderful human beings. Welcome to Black Joy Parenting. Today's topic Chores and Responsibilities, Part 1. From the day you bring your little one home until they are potty trained or sometimes into elementary, you are the primary assistant to your child. I say assistant because we cook, we clean, we put things away. You know, we care for them. We choose their clothes. We get them dressed. But we also write their names, sign all the important papers on their behalf, like doctor's visits, shots, School enrollment, you know, we're assisting. The excitement of every stage from rolling over as an infant to crawling and then walking. We pick up fallen objects. We move things around so they can take those first few steps. We are excited and looking for the next milestone. I still remember the time my child was in preschool and it was during lunch They were eating pasta because, well, it was left over from the night before, and they liked it, so it was lunch. They were eating with a fork, and the other child care workers were amazed by it. For me, it was a normal meal with pasta, but it was clear to me that many of the two- and three-year-olds at the daycare were not holding or using a fork, let's say, properly. Then there was the question, how did you get them to use a fork like that? Simple. If we're eating a meal that requires a fork, I gave them one and I showed them how to use it. Because I believe that if the hands can manipulate toys, they can use a fork and they can pick things up. It was cute the first time they were eating pasta and using their hands and all oh, look and hee hee ha ha pasta all over the place. Then there was the no, you can't put all of that in your mouth. Yes, enjoy the cuteness and then introduce the fork. This decision is good for everyone involved. Less mess for you and them. They don't want food and pasta all over the place either. And your child will gain confidence by doing so. Caring for them also includes teaching them how to care for themselves plus it gives you more time to just relax simply rest but you have to start early all children do not copy the same behaviors that they see us doing but all of them are comfortable with you doing things for them they should be it's their world and it's their experience being your child But it is up to you to start the process of teaching and telling them what you want them to do, like put the jelly jar away when you're done with it or put your plate in the sink. But first, dump the bones in the trash. We want them to do these things and care for themselves, but we also want them to be responsible. Plans, goals and expectations. Yes, chores and household responsibilities they must be planned with goals and expectations when talking about school or education that comes easy for us you know you go to school get good grades listen to your teachers stay out of trouble go to college pursue a career or go to a trade school pursue a career so when they begin school there is a plan a set of goals and an expectation They notice because you tell them, and then you send reminder messages when you get a call or notification from school. Caring for themselves and keeping spaces clear of color, this is the plan. Less stress for you, the parent, and more focus and attention when there are behavior changes in your child. Let go of the constant fussing and yelling and teach them how to do things. And let's be clear. You may have to repeat yourself. And beautiful black parents, there is no guarantee it will be the way that you do things. You may show them how you want it done. I mean, show them how to do things. But your clean and they're clean is very different. It will always be different. But this is not a reason to neglect teaching necessary skills and more importantly, empowering them. Doing everything yourself, it steals joy from you and them. So many parents miss out on important conversations, rest, and simply time because we're trying to do everything. Or, you know, we have this saying, if I want it done right, I got to do it myself. Housekeeping is a group of tasks completed by everybody that lives in the home. The sink It won't fall into the floor if it's not wiped down to your standards, except that it's been wiped and cleaned and proceed on. Many times, kids will self-correct. If they don't clean with a particular rag or they don't wipe something down correctly, they will self-correct and they'll clean it. But the best part is they will always find a better, more efficient way to complete the tasks that you give them. Sleeping all night, limiting bad dreams, finding things they may need for things like imaginative play, school. They want to wear a specific shirt or they have a pair of shoes and a pair of pants they like to wear. Getting dressed for the day. Finding socks. These are the goals for your children while keeping their bedrooms free of unnecessary clutter. To be clear. Their sleeping spaces are not expected to look like stage model homes. However, I would always tell my kids, think of it like it's an emergency. Middle of the night, run to the bathroom. You're sick. You're vomiting. Can they get there safely? But this also helps us to identify changes in their behavior and readying yourself for the next milestone, new conversations, and enjoying the process of parenting These are your goals. Home is a place where we all relax. If we need to cry, we do that. Release frustration and recharge for the next day or week. This is the expectation for everyone. But with expectations, children, they're not all alike. They learn and they process information differently. Four personalities as it relates to children and chores let's talk about the different attitudes towards cleaning and completing chores the first one we have is monkey see monkey do now I'm not a fan of the term but this is how my grandmother referred to us sometimes they see you cleaning and they'll copy your behavior this child is usually the self-starter they may not need reminders they'll just do it The upkeep of the home is much easier but parents Do not take this child for granted. It is easy to call on this child to do things because you don't have to give reminders. They'll just get it done. But it only makes things better for you and you alone. They are not the live-in housekeeper and they shouldn't be put in a box because they can clean without being told or be relied upon to get things done. Do not overuse their willingness to help with the upkeep of the home. This goes into other areas, but we won't talk about that today. Next we have our forever thankfuls. They'll just let somebody else do the job and clean it up. And that includes you no matter the age. If they are among your younger children or your youngest, older siblings will be responsible for their uh, messes. Remember the cuteness of milestones? Sometimes it is nearly impossible to stop these things with those younger ones. Quick note, though, referring to them as the baby on a regular basis, it sends a message that they are too young to do things. It also gives you a mental pass to just let them be. They're not helpless. Actually, they're the wisest of the children, because they have had front row seats to watching their older siblings. The younger ones, they know all the pitfalls, but they also know the successes of many things. They want to do more. Parents, teach them. Empower them. Let them do it. Next, we have our single visioners. They only do what they want to do. And often, chores are not one of them until they are ready. Discipline is not a solution because, well... The single single vision child, they only see their own interests and punishments basically just give them more time to do what they really love. And then one day, surprise, they are doing their laundry, deep cleaning their spaces and delivering missing. Well, you fill in the blank. Single visioners have bursts of let me clean this real quick. And then it turns into this production. Let them show you what they're capable of. They've listened, learned, and watched. They have the tools to get the job done. But don't use this time to say things like, I knew you could do it, or it's about time, or this one. I knew you'd get sick and tired of that mess eventually. Just applause the production and wait for the next one. And last, we have our autopilots. They don't really want to clean and the attempts that they make at doing chores sometimes it's it could be a a harried job but a half done job and in some cases they just hide out and avoid being asked to do anything you will need to carve out time with them on tasks and be willing to listen to what's really going on it could be that they are overwhelmed with the mess it's too much switch up the chores maybe swap them with another sibling Put together a schedule for just them and remind them. I know it's frustrating, but repeating things, y'all, is part of the gig. And remember, their idea of clean is different from yours. But there are just some things that are just not good for their mental health. And too much clutter is hazardous to you and to them. Now, y'all, imagine sharing rooms. Put a couple of these two different types of personalities in a room and see what happens. Responsibilities. Chores should be age appropriate, but not gender specific. Chore assignments should not be given based on a child's gender. All children should learn to clean bathroom toilets, take out trash, clean the kitchen, and do yard work They should be introduced to a screwdriver, the plunger. This idea that because a child is assigned a female at birth means their choices, obligations, and life expectations are based upon them. They're outdated and they're misogynistic. Saying things like you have to burn in the kitchen to get a man or how you going to get a man keeping a nasty house like this? or simply just thinking that some things are too heavy and we should always rely on a man to lift these things for you. Absolutely not. And because a child is assigned male at birth, this shouldn't dictate pressure of singular duties in a family, privileges or disappointments. That boy is a mess. He gonna need a woman to take care of him or a good woman She'll clean him right on up. A man, he's the one that protects his family. Or one day, you're going to be the king of your own castle. All of these things are just toxic, toxic. Beautiful black parents, we have to stop placing these standards and expectations first on ourselves, and then let's not put these on our children. In this country, we... Typically, don't leave our parents' home because of marriage. Some do, but many of us we leave because we want our own place. Some of us, sadly, we get told to leave. We get put out, or you move out because, well, you want to flee an abusive home, or just to live with friends. You may go to college, land a job, and now you just want to be on your own. But even if you do go from your parents' home to a home with a partner, All, all are bringing their life skills to the new home to be shared by everyone. And with that, all tasks related inside and outside the home, these things must be taught to every child. (laughs) But be careful. One day they'll orchestrate a repair or whip out a tool and show enough fix something. I've seen it several times. Or find yourself in a situation where your child is just lost and can't figure out how to do things or don't know how to do things as an adult. Clutter. Parents, let's be honest. Clutter, it belongs to you. If you're dealing with too much of it, it's time to think about why it's there and how it got there. The clutter, these are those items that we purchase or we give to our children. Sometimes by others, but mostly it's you. It usually lands in their bedrooms, in the closets, under beds or dressers, jammed in corners. And then we're off adding more without thinking about what you already have or how it will fit. You know, it's that out of sight, out of mind type thing. And then one day you're upset and frustrated by the mess and blame them for not keeping their spaces clean. One of my kids, they would put clothes and shoes and, you know, abandoned laptops and cords and wires. They would put all these things in the closet as a way of keeping their sleeping area clear of clutter. You know, if you open the door, it looks clean. Whenever there was a hangout or a party, they wanted specific clothing to wear. A certain type of pants, a certain top or shoes. And I'd always ask, did you check your closet? Their reply, it was usually, I can't fit that stuff anymore. To be fair, their weight did fluctuate based on after-school activities. Nevertheless, I just had them put together a list from a trendy, yet affordable store with a budget. Listen, you got 60 bucks, make it work. And we'd order those items. But one day, they had an awakening. And ooh-wee. The donation of clothing that came from that closet, it looked more like a clothes rack from a department store. They had several pairs of pants that were the same style, same color, and there were only a variance of two sizes. The sock situation, it was unreal. It had to be somewhere in the ballpark of about eh, 23 pairs matched, not mismatched. You see, that was my doing. I had to take responsibility for all that stuff that was in that closet. I kept buying things out of fear. Fear that they wouldn't have what they needed. Y'all know what I'm talking about. My kids, <laughs> my kids gonna have. Or when I was a kid, you know, I wanted X, Y, Z and I ain't get it. Or I ain't have as a kid, so I'ma make sure I give my kids whatever they want and get them what I didn't have. You know what we say. But there were also clothing items with price tags still attached. These were from my store runs. They didn't want these things. These are things I went and picked up. Ooh, they'll like this or, ooh, this'll look good on them. Never even worn. But after their awakening, they put themselves on the schedule of cleaning their spaces. Did it on a weekly basis. And I never had to say a word. How does all this tie into Black Joy Parenting? Number one, summer is coming. And this is a great time and an opportunity to teach a new skill or two, maybe even sharpen new ones. We're resting vacation times, of course, because guess what? It is summer. It's also a good time to show them how to do their own laundry. I taught each of my seven children how to do their own laundry at about the age of nine they may have been somewhere in fourth grade probably on uh, winter break was always the best time if they can figure out devices and social media and help you fix errors on your laptop and computers they can sort and do their own laundry when i taught my children it was basically just the color clothes for a while i set a basket in the laundry room for white clothes like socks and t-shirts so I could tackle those when I did laundry. I waited a while before I introduced bleach because I didn't want them damaging their clothing. If you use a laundromat, take time to show them how you do things at the laundromat. And don't forget to remind those who love to draw in color to remove items from their pockets before using the washing machine. The Bible says to train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22 and 6, this is our responsibility as parents. They will not have the training if we don't do it. We want them to learn as children and take these things into their adult lives. Two, if you have a system for keeping your bedroom clean, teach your child how to use it. Now, if you're a bit overwhelmed by your own space and not sure how to tackle those things, Let's start with the children's area. Sort their clothes into seasons. Spring is here. Time to pack up all that fall and winter stuff, but do it with your child. Make a date out of it. Leave a couple sweaters and a pair of pants out, you know, in case of weird weather, which we have a lot of. Everything else, store them in a container or box, whatever works for you. Label it and move on. Labeling can be as simple as a permanent marker or as fancy as you want. Let them decide what they want to keep. Trends change often and we want to allow them to be individuals and have a say about what they put on their bodies. And it's okay to introduce new clothing items, but check with them to see if it's something that they want to wear. But if the closet, the drawers and the floors are full of things already, you and your child need to discuss and talk together about how to get rid of old items to make room for new ones. And it may be time for you parents to swap out this activity of buying a lot of stuff with actual quality time or rest. And then take that money and buy yourself a much-needed jacket or new pair of shoes. You know you need them. And three, spend less time fussing about what isn't done and pay attention to behavior changes. Black children are dealing with so many things that really just affect their self-worth. Check your behavior also and your intentions before yelling or fussing about messes. If you've had a hard day, or dealing with personal issues, please do not use your child to, to direct this anger and this frustration at. They are not the targets of your frustration. You can buy your kids all the shoes, clothes, game systems, devices, and clutter in the world. And guess what? You can still be abusive to them, mentally abusive. There is no need to enter your home raging, yelling, fussing and looking for things to criticize if this is you say ouch now go to your room because it's time for you to seek some spiritual and professional help ASAP let's break these hurtful damaging toxic generational parenting tools and learn how to enjoy our lives with our children and let me leave you with this one thing Listen, no one in this world knows you better than your kids, maybe one of your parents, but your kids, they have studied your every move, facial expression, tone, and all your habits. It starts with you. Teach them how to care for themselves by caring for you. It's also important for them to see you do things that are just for you, not shared. Because the reality is, as humans, we spend more time on this earth as adults than we do as children. So all this time we're spending with them right now, these things are to help prepare them for the greater time that they spend on this earth as adults. This is Tyra Blanks, and thank you for listening to Black Joy Parenting.